99 drinks still left to go Welcome all in and enjoy the show It's me though, I'm the host You know, so sit back, relax, grab a snack and let's go What's going on? No my hide in mind. Welcome back or welcome to the 99 Dreams podcast. I'm Rawri, I'm your host, and as always, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Now today, Fano, we've got a great episode lined up. I'm looking forward to this one. We tried to tear it up last year, but conflicting schedules pick them up and get them on the next show. So I'd love to welcome you all and introduce you all to Martin and Solomon. Kia ora makas, how are you brother? Kia ora brother, kia ora, kia ora, I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Bro, always good man, better now that you're here. <laughs> hey, before we get started, are you able to just give the Fano a bit of a call why Norway, who you are and where you're from? Kapoi, so um... Yep, my name is Martin Solomon. Huri tēnei no Ngāti Kahungunu, no Ngāti Hoki. So I'm from the Hawke's Bay as um, as well as the Tairawhiti. Grew up back home um, in Whakaki, so Whakaki is where I'm from. Grew up there for the majority of my life and then, yeah, yeah, moved down here to, I'm um, based in Wellington now, brother, so, um, yeah. Yeah. And what was it like growing up over the East Coast? Yeah, it was good, brother. So we, we grew up, um, there was just me and my little brother, um, my mum and dad, obviously, as well. And we grew up on, I guess you could say it was like a farm, bro. Um, we were out doing, my old man was a shearer, so he, he was a sheep shearer. So we were his, pretty much his, like, his sheep dogs, bro, like, would go out um, on the farm and round up the sheep for him. And then he'd shear them, he'd shear them. And then that was kind of a day in the life for us um, growing up. On the weekends, anyway. So on the weekends, actually, after school, I remember doing some of those, um, some of those uh, sheep dog tasks as well. So um, now it's good, bro. Like growing up rurally, um, growing up rurally was awesome because we got to inherit, I guess, a, a, a massive work ethic from our parents. Eh? So I just remember, like every day, both my mum and dad, hearty workers, eh? Um, and that was kind of passed on to us, which was cool, which was cool, bro, which was real cool. So, um, yeah, growing up was mean. Like, I really enjoyed our childhood, being out in the bush and being out in the paddocks and the, the mud and the dirt and all of that stuff. That was kind of our, our place, if you will. So, um, no, it was good. It was good. I really enjoyed it, brother. Mean. And that, that's so awesome to hear, you know, good, humble beginnings to start from. Mm. And bro, I, it's lucky you said that because I was thinking too, I was like, bro, that must have given him a mean work ethic because <laughs> holy hicka, that's not an easy mahi. That's mm. some intense work. What are some of the Heck. major lessons that you learned from those times? Major lessons, I'd say. One, obviously, as I said before, just that work ethic, eh? like I've, I've never met anyone year two who has shown so much and it's it's his work ethic and then there's just physicality like i've never met any anybody who can work as hard as my parents have worked um to do all the stuff that you know is free to learn so for example like showing up on time showing up on time and showing up on time for me meant that 
you'd show up 15 minutes early. You know, if you, sh you, you start at six and you show up at six, you're late pretty much, you know? Yeah. Um, that was one of the things that I, I got drilled, drilled into me, bro. Uh, show up early for Mahi so that you can get things ready. You know, you can get yourself ready, whatever you need, like the tools for the job, whatever you're doing. Um, you can get that all set up, you know what I mean? So, um, I think other things I've learned from that would be, I guess, just, just putting in the work, you know, no moaning, no moaning, no moaning was a big one. Um, my parents hated moaners. Like I remember my old man saying, yeah, bro, yeah, I remember my old man saying, um, the time it took you to moan, you could have finished the job by now. You know what I mean? So it's like, ah, right, here we go. But, you know, sure enough. <laughs> sure enough, hey. So, um, yeah, yeah, when we when would work, we'd just, you know, head down, just go for it, eh? So um, those are probably, yeah, two of the things that I can remember straight off the bat, bro. Just show up on time, make sure you're all ready, and just get stuck into it. No need for moaning. Just, just go hard. <laughs> Fatherhood and like that's such an underrated skill showing up earlier. Like, your start time is six, that's when you should be tools in hand, ready to go. Rather than, oh, shit, I gotta put my boots on, gotta put my jackets on, bro. Mm. Six o'clock, man, we out there. <laughs> that's it, brother. That's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a mean one, and then it translates it further in life. Hey, eh? when you're like going for a job interview if you show up 15 minutes early you're prepared you're running through all the questions in your head you're not sitting there and then they're calling oh mr martin solomon you're up next oh 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 can i you're ready to go you're just in there eh, brother. you're good to go so um, that, yeah yeah that's it Far oh, yeah it's important lesson to learn whanau <laughs> be good to go and then that no moaning oh we must have had the same parents growing up, cuz. Uh, you get hit with the, if I hear you moaning one more time, I'll give you something to moan about. <laughs> that's it, eh? That's it. You're just like, oh, oh okay, back to it. <laughs> back to it. But you're so right, though, because shit, mm. this, the amount of time you spend moaning about the dishes, oh, I don't want to do yeah, this, bro. You could have had them done and been back on the game. <laughs> And so what some of the whanau at home might not know is that uh, you and I studied together at NZIS. So one thing I'd like to ask is what, what put you on that direction? What made you go to NZIS in Wellington? Sweet, yes. So um, basically I was working at the time back home at the Meatworks um, and I always knew that I wanted to do something outside of outside of the hometown because it's quite a small place bro and um everyone knows everyone and the main employer was that meatworks back home and that's where you know you go majority of us went after college just to save up some money so we could go out and do whatever study whatever we had in mind or have a gap year or go traveling before we got into the nitty-gritty of our life if you will so um yeah i worked there bro and i always knew that I'd use that place to um, save up and go and do something, do something outside of, of the hometown. My my parents were real cool for that too. They were like, get out of here, get out of the hometown, go and do something with your life, go and explore the world, whatever, just get out of here, you know? And I think that was really cool. So um, 
yeah, it was always in my mind to get out. I just didn't know what I wanted to do at that time, bro. And at that time, sorry, I started training. Well, I was training in my final year of college, year 13, with a few of the boys. And, you know, one thing led to another. And we were in there, like, every day, you know, cranking the weights and having a good time and, and seeing some results. And I thought, man, this is this is a pretty mean buzz. Like, and for the bros that were keen to come in and learn about the gym, like I was kind of, there was a few of us that they would go to to ask, you know, what's a good exercise for our chest or what's a good exercise to build our legs up or whatever. And we had a few of the bros that that, that come to and talk to us and they're like, oh, you, well, if you do this or you do that, that'll help you to grow this and, and that. So um, I thought that was a cool enough buzz and I felt awesome when they, you know, started seeing results and then they started jumping on the buzz and all of that. So I was like, far out. I wonder if you could, um, you know, do something with this, do something with teaching exercise. <laughs> and, and I remember one of the bros um, coming back from NZIS. So he was studying at NZIS and he had come home for a holiday. And we had caught up, we had caught up, bro. And um, he told me about it. And I was like, oh, yes, sweet ass, sounds pretty good. And then had a look online, researched it, all of that stuff. <clears throat> and then, yeah, one thing led to another. And I applied for that. The personal training course I'd done first, bro, which was a six-month um, six month course. And then from there, done the advanced diploma. So, um, yeah, yeah. It was just a matter of getting contacts from home that had been to Interdice. There was about three of them, three of the bros that had come through from Interdice, and they all had awesome things to say about it. So I was like, you know what? Might as well, <laughs> might as well, man, give it a go and, and, and see what happens. And um, I have to say, bro, when I was at NZIS, those are some of the best years of my life where I've met awesome people, you know, such as yourself and, well, you know, contacts as well, you know, a few of the brothers that we still keep in touch with now. And yeah, those years were the best years, some of the best years I've lived so far, bro. So I'm, I'm real grateful for it, eh? But yeah, that's how I got into to NZIS and studying there, bro. That's mean. That's mean. Yeah. <laughs> that's mean that you got people um, who can come back home and share their experiences with you, as well as yeah, you know, bro. getting those tips in the gym. Once you catch that bug, eh, you're kind of like, oh, where can I go with this? Yeah, bro. Yeah, that was it. That was that buzz, and, and that was like it was a feeling that I wanted to share as well because it was it was mean. Like you know, I I hadn't found anything like that before. Um, I trained. I started training. So you know, sharing that buzz was always going to be the goal yeah and another thing too is uh i was going to question is were you in um the second intake of pt yeah yeah the second intake were you in the first yeah 2014 yeah, eh yeah 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 2014 i was in the second part bro <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah bro i i ended up in the workforce um oh. after i did my course and then i was like Nah, but I'm going back to study. Yeah. This is this. I just need a bit more practice. I need a bit more learning. This is too much. <laughs> True. So after doing the level six diploma in exercise prescription, did you go into the workforce? And how'd you find that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ended up going into the workforce probably during um the last quarter of our study um, in that diploma. And I just, um, what I'd done was I 
got in touch with a few gyms. I, I, I sent like a, I guess you could call it a template email saying that, um, you know, my name's Martini. I'm currently studying at the moment, but I'm looking at getting into the personal training, you know, fitness industry. Do you have anything going that I could do for free? You know, like gym instructing or I don't know, walking the floor and helping. So I sent that, like I, yeah, I made an email up with that and I sent it to all the gyms around the hut because that's where I was living at the time. And two of them got back to me, bro. Two of them got back to me and one was Les Mills and the other one was Lifestyle, Lifestyle um, Gym, which is now City Fitness, I think. But yeah, those two got back to me and I ended up going to Lifestyle lifestyle they they set up they had like a it's similar to a gym instructor at les mills um like a fitness consultant they called it at lifestyle so it's basically the same thing as a jimmy yeah yeah same thing as a jimmy you bring in new people you introduce them to the gym give them a tour go through a park you all of that pre-screening stuff and then yeah yeah give them a little it's a real generic program um squats push-ups you know pulls all of that stuff and yeah i worked there for that last quarter of study, and then that was when they, um, I think I still got liquidated or something like that, bro, but I had finished my contract before then. Oh, hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, oh, true, but my contract was only for like three or four months, and I was just like, yeah, sweet, I'll jump in there just to get some experience, you know what I mean? Um, so that was yeah. that was actually quite cool, bro. That was actually quite cool because the, the thing about me is I'm real introverted, eh, and it's funny that personal training was one of the things I was taking up. So, um, you know, it was cool studying. It was cool thinking about, you know, one day I'm going to actually be training people. But to get right into the nitty gritty was like a big step for me. Bro. I was like, far out. I actually have to go out now and, you know, start putting these tools to use. And, and that was scary, bro, like jumping straight in. Like, I remember at Lifestyle, they um, when they interviewed me, they were like asking me all the questions, your, your, your typical interview questions. And then they were like, okay, now we're going to see what you're made of. I want you to go out there for, I think it was 10 to 15 minutes and just start talking to people, helping them out. Do what you do if you were working here. I was like, oh, okay, it's showtime, man. Ooh. So yeah, I, go, I went out there, bro, and you know, i done my thing, you know, had a chat to people, asked them how they were, what they were working on, all that type of stuff. And um, yeah, got through and got the job. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, I did end up in the workforce, bro, for... For change fitness, which is another chapter, <laughs> another chapter. Um, I'm sure we'll get to. So, um, but yeah, I did end up in the workforce straight. Well, not even straight after, like during, during um, studies. So <laughs> that was good. That was good, bro. That was good. Man, I agree with you too, though. Like, um, gym instructing, uh, fitness consultant, PT they force you to learn how to get comfortable approaching people that you've never met in your life. Uh, they, they, you learn skills about yourself that you didn't know you actually had until you're forced to put yourself in that predicament where you're like, oh, excuse me, um, you're actually right. doing this wrong. But uh, mm-hmm. you have to word it in a way that is enticing to this person and you fuck them under them. Yeah, to make them come yeah. back and to go, oh, bro, I like that Martin. If I like him, he made me feel confident. <laughs> he knows what he's up to, so I'll come back and see him. Yeah, bro, absolutely right with that one, brother. Ah, what was the biggest learning curve you took outside of that? Um, getting or well, putting yourself in a position where you have to perceive 
to others that you're extroverted? That's a good question, bro. That's a good question. I think I it was definitely one of those those situations where it was obviously sink, uh, swim, sink or swim. Is that the is that the saying? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so it's one of those situations. Um, and I just thought to myself, man, I've signed up for this, um, you know, study. I've done all these hours. I've put in the hours. Now's not the time to, you know, chicken out and, and you know, just freeze up and don't do anything. So I was just like, bro, just jump in there. Give it a go. Um, and I did, bro. And I, I actually enjoyed it. Eh? I actually really, really enjoyed it. And the thing that I found was when you connect with these people, like, obviously, these are, there's multiple different stories you, you see along the floor and, like, you know, you go up to someone one day and they'll tell you their whole life story, bro. And then you go to someone else and they're, bro, they're not even interested in talking to you, eh? But that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I've ran into a few of those people, bro. And I'm just like, yeah, sweet as I'll leave you on your way. And it's about understanding that as well. Like people just want to come. There's those certain types that just want to come to the gym to work out, get it done, get out. And that's fine. Um, but then you've got the social butterflies as well who actually like to talk you know tell them tell you about the day and all of that type of stuff so you know that's that's cool as well but um yeah i just found like talking to all these different characters which was the thing that made me i guess you could say a little bit more confident as i started to get better at talking to people so yeah it was just wanting to learn their stories and see what they're about and you know they can figure out who i am as well in the process so yeah yeah it was just taking that step a and as I constantly took those steps, that confidence started going right up, bro. Going right up. So it's, it's good, man. <laughs> oh, that's me. Well, do you have any advice or just one key tip for people who are starting out in the fitness industry that might be struggling to approach people? Yes, sweet is. So I remember this was a tip that I took from one of the guys that came in to do a presentation for us when we were studying. Um, I think this was during the, the PT. This was definitely during the PT course, actually. Um, his name was Leon, and he reckons when you are faced with a interview where you have to go out on the floor for 10 to 15 minutes, as I've done, and you have to just go out and talk to people and all of that type of stuff, he said that, you know, you should take a, a piece of paper or a little diary or something like that, walk around, ask people their names, what they're working on, what their goals are, and what they do for a job, and then just try and build some rapport on that and just kind of write that down as you're going around. And that's exactly what I've done in that lifestyle, um, that lifestyle interview I was talking to you about before. I went around, I interviewed everyone, kind of like an interview, but more so trying to make it in a way that you're, you're building rapport with them at the same time, you know. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that was the one thing I, I kind of done. Um, but, yeah, it's just trying to be you as much as you can be, you know, not trying to put on some sort of facade. Um, just be you. Just be you, bro, I reckon. Um, yeah, and ask, ask those questions that are just, you know, how are you and all of that. Break the ice. Um what do you do? What do you, what do you, what are your goals? And then from there, obviously listening and then just replying with something that I guess could form some sort of conversation. So, um, 
yeah, yeah, those would be kind of my little tips anyway, bro. That's what helped me anyway. <laughs> That's some great advice right there, Fano. I'd definitely take that on board. And you can even apply it in a sense, um, and well, like in a private setting. So you can use your phone, hit up Snapchat, send it to all your contacts. Who cares if you get a reply or you don't get a reply? Or that's weird. Just let them know that you're practicing and, you know, getting familiar talking to a camera because that's kind of what it's like sometimes. Not everyone's going to talk back to you. So just get confident, ask your questions, have fun with it. It's not supposed to be a scary task. So you touched on briefly, brother about your your second endeavor in the fitness industry how did that go yeah yeah so um that was actually uh, a massive stepping stone in my life eh? like that's where my confidence went to an all-time high um i was working hard and all of that stuff but we'll go back i guess to where where lifestyle um ended so lifestyle that lifestyle contract i was on came to an end and I was like, yes, yeah, sweet is. And I continued the study. I think it, yeah, yeah, would have ended during study. So then, so I was still studying. And then I remember the two gyms I had hit up, which was Lifestyle and Les Mills. And the guy that I met at Les Mills was Nathan Martin. And he was the manager for the personal trainers at Les Mills Hutsley at that time. And we had kept in touch. We had kept in touch. We are going back and forth. And I remember... He had, I believe it was a little opening in Change Fitness. So he he branched off from Les Mills and started his own company, which was Change Fitness. And I remember going back and forth with him, we were messaging, and I, I had messaged him once we had finished study, bro. And I said, hey, Nath, I, I'm finished study. Um, I've got my qualifications now. Is there any room for, you know, maybe me coming in and, and doing some stuff for free and shadowing you guys or whatever. Is there anything that, you know, I could help out with? And he got back to me and was like, yeah, bro, yep, we've definitely got an opportunity there. Um, come in and see us. We'll have a meeting, blah, blah, blah. And, um, yeah, one thing again led to another, bro. We had our meeting. We met in person. I met his wife. Um, we had an awesome chat, amazing chat. And I guess from there, um, it was, I guess it was, I think it was a month, bro. I think it was a month of just, you know, learning, seeing if it was somewhere I'd want to be, you know, working in, I guess you could say. And then from there, we'd evaluate, have another meeting and then see what we could do from there. So that month went by, done the free stuff, ran the run groups, all of that stuff, shadowed. And then, yeah, he got me on board, bro. So that was 2017, 2017, bro. Uh, yeah, 2017. So from there it was three years. I stayed with Change Fitness Pro for three years, and that was that was awesome, man. That was some some yeah. real cool years, some real cool years at Change Fitness Pro. So um, yeah, yeah, big ups to him, and and he helped me through heaps, bro. As a not only a mentor for the business, but just life, just life, brother. So yeah, yeah, that was a that was a cool journey, man. That was a cool journey. Oh, that sounds mean as. Um, one thing I, I would like to touch on is you, you've talked about it twice now. You've mentioned it twice, but is it just because it's the fitness industry or is there, um, you know, the, an, a forgotten art of 
lending your time out for free so other people can get a taste of who you are and potentially offer you a long-term contract. Yeah, bro, I think it's um, it's definitely important. And it was one of those things that was told to, told to us by our, um, our tutors and stuff was it's a good way to get your foot in the door. It's a good way to showcase your skills, showcase your your personality, you know, your, your character. And I think for me anyway, if I was own, if I was to own a gym or anything like that in the future and I saw, you know, a young hustler coming up, um, trying to, you know, make it in the world, make some bread. And they were sending emails out to everyone saying, Hey, I'm, I'm this, I'm, I'm studying, I'm ready to go. Can I do anything for free? I'll clean the floor, I'll mop the floor for free. If you just get me in the door and you know, when I, I see that, bro. I'm like, yeah, man. These 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 people, they're they're out there. They, these young hustlers, they're out there. So, um, yeah, yeah. I think it's important, Adolf, for your your time up for free anyway. For just to get your foot in the door, as I said before, bro. Just so they can see what you're about, and so you can see what they're about as well. It goes both ways, you know. So, yeah, yeah. I think it's an important one, bro. I think it's an important one. If I could give another tip, man, I'd just be to frame up a mean email. And just get your get your foot in the door. Like I'm keen to do this for free. Get me in there, please. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, actual though, it's such a undervalued trait because it mm. just, like you said, shows how hungry you are, how ready you yeah, are right. to learn and yeah. succeed. And touching on that, then have you used any of that? passion and power that you've used to learn so much to now apply in your own life and create some of your own hustles yeah bro yeah yeah so i'm i'm really about those those hustles so side hustles they um i've tried to apply it to um this there's a i guess there's a shift a shift you could say in the way we're working now which is a lot of things are online so um, yeah, I've got a few little little baskets that I'm putting my hands in um, and, and trying to, I guess, free up more time for stuff that I want to do. You know, money's obviously an important part of life today. So it's just about for me, the money's not important. It's the freedom that comes with it. So that's that's more what I'm trying to get towards mm. with these these different things that I'm putting my hands in. So um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely helped those those. I guess you could say those skills that I've learned over the past years, working as a trainer and all of that stuff. So, um, yeah. Where, where are some of these baskets that you, what industries are they in or what, what is it like? Is it investing? Are you building your own things? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, nah, that's it, bro. Yeah. So, um, I know me and you are, are, are really interested in crypto and I'm still really, really interested in crypto, bro. Um, obviously, it's taken a, taken a bit of a dive at the moment. It's a bit quiet, which I think is a perfect time to invest. Everything is very, very cheap from where it was maybe last year. I can't remember the last year, yeah. the year before. It was crazy, bro. Yeah, so um, definitely keeping my eyes on that. Um, we'll pull the trigger soon in terms of jumping into some investments. It's just making sure I've got the, I guess the research, hey, they always say, do your due diligence. So I was just staying on that. Um, so I've got that as well as um, I want to kind of try to build something that I am, I guess you could say I'm really passionate about. I love fitness, bro. I've picked up CrossFit in the last couple of years and 
I think that's that's me. Um, like I enjoyed weightlifting, but weightlifting, you know, like the gym, getting big and mass and all of that stuff, only lasted a little <laughs> bit for me. You know, I've tried the the triathlon, the endurance type stuff, definitely not for me, bro. <laughs> but um, CrossFit, yeah, CrossFit, is one of those <laughs> things that was, it stuck with me, eh? That CrossFit, that bug, and it's for me, it's cool because it's it's functional, it's functional fitness, um, and mm. yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to, I guess, weave some ideas together, I guess you could say, in terms of how would I bring something that, that is valuable and that has heaps of um, things that people can, I guess, take with them to learn more about. It could be CrossFit, it could be fitness-based. I haven't quite touched on what specifically I'd want to do with that, but yeah, I just want to bring value to, to people, especially people who are looking at getting into CrossFit or, you know, the fitness industry or anything like that. So maybe some sort of digital product. Um, still working with it at the moment, though, bro. And then, yeah, invest. Sharesies. Sharesies is the one to go, I'm sure. Everyone's heard of Sharesies. So, um, yeah, yeah, just making sure, you know, I've got our plan set up for that and all of that stuff. So it's cool that they've got the U.S. stocks on Sharesies as well. So they're taking down barriers to, you know, get people investing, which I think is awesome. I think is real awesome. So, yeah, those are a few of the things, bro, that I've got my yeah, hands man. in. Oh, I love that. That's on. Um, yeah, crypto. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a testing market at the moment. It's mm. testing a lot of people's patience. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the patient prosper, as they say, mm. the patient prosper. So you just got to dig in Fano, And just, <laughs> if, if you can't afford to invest any more in crypto, just hold. Just hold. There's nothing wrong with holding. Just don't sell on a loss, unless you have to. Unless finances say you have to, do what you got to do. But diversify, Fano, diversify. If you're all in on bloody, what are some of those ones that have crashed in the past month? You've got to go 50-50 or, you know, split it up. I, I, I agree, I agree. <laughs> And it's same as stocks, same as stocks, Fano. Diversify your funds. Don't put everything into Tesla and Apple. Diversify. If you're just new to investing, dive into ETFs. Those are, those are your best bets. You know, your S and P 500. Um, what's that? The Dow and Jones. Uh, what's the tech one? I forgot. No, I have no idea. I know there's the NAS, yeah, the Dow Jones, the S and P 500, but no, I can't remember the tech one. There's heaps of them though, eh, bro? There is. NASDAQ, that's the technology one. Oh, yes, sweet, sweet. They invest in the top 500 tech companies, I think it is? Something like top that. 100. Bro, yeah, 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 something like that. But yeah, Fano, Sharesies is probably your best bet. If you're looking at getting into stock market, definitely, like Mart said, jump on a Sharesies here, make it so simple for you. All you do is upload the money pick your stock and you can even auto invest in, in a certain package that you build yourself. So get on there. This isn't a paid promotion, by the way, there's just a good app to use. So your CrossFit um, business, are you looking to coach, do online coaching or is it trying to create an actual physical something for people to take with them from an online space? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I've been doing some research on, you know, things that could be made once, uploaded, you know, to the internet as a digital product, and then that can that people can see and then buy 
by by and they you know kind of one of those things that you can just set and forget that's what i was trying to say set and forget and it's oh, it sounds yeah. it sounds yeah. like real i don't know salesy marketing but things i want to uh, obviously make are, are things that bring value so maybe an ebook on if you are looking at getting into crossfit you know what is crossfit what are the benefits of crossfit how can you find your first box all of these things may seem simple to you know someone like for me for example like i'll just google everything i'll just google it google it google it but there are other people out there that actually want to sit down read this book get the proper steps and go from there so you know it could be things like yeah an ebook a guide to taking your first workout and, and what you need to do to get to your first workout in crossfit what gear you need all of that type of stuff um things like uh, a book on workouts of the day, 100 workouts of the day that you can do while you're traveling, while you're, I don't know, you could be a truck driver oh. and you've got some CrossFit, um, you've got some CrossFit mates, but you're a truck driver, you can't do any of those workouts. Well, actually you can, bro, and this is the book for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's, it's just playing around with I those. Love it. <laughs> it's just playing around with those ideas, bro. It's just digital products that bring some sort of value um, that people can take away and they're like, wow, this is only 20 bucks. <laughs> or, you know, whatever price point it is, they're like, yeah, bang, I'm going to buy that straight away. Yeah. And that, that's the feeling I want, bro. Like, they're like, far out. Yeah, I'm going to buy that. It's got heaps of value in it. That's me. <laughs> me. And that's on too, because, like, um, you're reducing and removing some of the barriers that people have, especially for CrossFit. Like you see those mega Uber yeah. athletes on TV and you're like, Oh hell no, nah, but I ain't doing none of that. <laughs> yeah, that's it, bro. That's it. It's, um, it's a, it's a daunting one. Eh? Like even me, when I first started, I was like, bro, that's gonna, that's not me there. I ain't gonna do any of that stuff, man. Far up. But once you join, man, it's just like, fuck. And the thing that people don't really know as well is it's um, one of those things that's scalable. So, you know, if you just come in as a beginner, right, you're only doing scaled workouts, you know what I mean? But no one sees that. They see the ripped abs, big arms, lifting heaps of weight, massive, you know, big functional movements, heaps of um, gymnastics. Gymnastics is the ones that scare a lot of people, upside down, handstand, walking and all of that. So, um yeah yeah yeah. it's just about bringing a few of those barriers down you know and, and helping people along so that's my thought process anyway um and and looking to design some of these digital products bro so yeah and then one day is it to open your own gym or yeah i've been thinking about this bro i'm like because when we first started studying that was the one thing like Everyone had to get up and say what their goals were after study or like, you know, in the future and probably nine, nine times out of 10, like the people that were standing up said they wanted to open a gym straight away, open a gym, open a gym. So yeah, I just wanted to complete the goal, um, complete the, the course first. That was my goal. But then when my, when I got into the fitness industry, Brian saw that, you know, these gyms and how they operate and all of that, I was like, wow. You know, obviously, there's a lot of work that goes into it behind the scenes um, and all of that. So to answer your question, not at the moment. No, nah, I don't see myself opening up a gym or any, any sort of thing like that. But 
who knows, man, who knows? Like with CrossFit, all you need is a big open space, a few rigs along the side, a few barbells, and you're away to go, you know? So um, could be, could possibly be, but not at the moment, bro. Um, it's all good. It's plenty of time. Never say never, oh, eh? Is, is, oh, the, is the word I've, I've been using a lot lately is never say never. There's always a time and a place, Barno. Always. <laughs> Another yep. thing I've seen you um, get into lately, and this thing would have been amazing when we were studying, eh, brother, at NZIS, is the old uh, chat GPT. So you oh, having a tutu sh- with that. Oh, that was a that's a cheat code, eh, bro? Bro, when I first saw that, I was like, no way, no way this exists, bro. I was like, so you know, first thing we do is, yeah, we make an account, we go and have a play, and sure enough, man, I was like, this is a game changer, bro. And I like <laughs> the things that I done on there was crack up, like the prompts I'd put in was like recipe and ingredients to make chicken tenders or you know some sort of like some sort of recipe and then i saw (laughs) these other people yeah i saw like i watched other videos and people were like create code for a whole website that incorporates this and that i was like bro (laughs) i'm I'm prompting the wrong things bro (laughs) far up but yeah man it's crazy like the stuff that you can do on me man like i i don't think we've even come close to touching the surface on what that type of that type of technology can do. Eh? So it's, it's it's scary but exciting at the same time. And I, I constantly see like heaps of different other AI softwares coming out, ones that can produce a photo basically on a, on a description of text, you know. So like, I don't know, a dog walking on the moon with I don't know, whatever on, and I'll just, you know, generate that. I think there's that, have you heard of that mid-journey? Yeah. Is it mid-journey? Mid-journey oh, AI? Yeah, I've heard of Dali. I've done that Oh, one. yeah, 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 yeah. I've done that one. So there's, apparently there's, the, um, I'm not sure if you've seen those ones on TikTok where they turn um, states into the, the equivalent of a villain. Have you seen those? No, yeah, well, they, them, but I don't know where to get those. Those ones yeah, are gone. They look mean, eh? So that, that that's made by um, Midjourney AI, which is a um, a software that you prompt on Discord. Discord, make them on Discord, so they've got like a channel oh, okay. specifically, yeah, specifically for that. Bro, you just do whatever you want, write whatever you want, and obviously it's like Dolly. Like you get four four different pictures of what you put in, and then you can vary get a variety from other stuff and all of that. So I was like, wow. But then I saw these other heaps of other AI stuff, man. You can, that's crazy, bro. It's crazy. It's, it's too much. <laughs> it's too much to take in. <laughs> Far out. I don't even know if we're ready for its capabilities, eh? Man, that's it. That's it, bro. It, it, it will take a lot of this online I guess, like hustle or like the copy that you have to write and all of that stuff. You're, you're like your marketing hooks and so much other stuff. Eh? It's, it's, it's mind blowing, bro. Like when I, when I was watching it, I was like, far out, like the stuff. And bro, one of the things I saw, and this was only like two days into 
playing with ChatGPT is that some guy on the internet made a full-on book, um, a kid's book from start to finish with ChatGPT. And he started selling it on um, ah. Amazon. Yeah, he started selling it on Amazon KDP um, through Amazon yeah, KDP straight away for like six or so dollars. But yeah, man, I was like, crazy, bro. Like the stuff that you can do with the days. But yeah, that would have helped at NZ. Might have bro. to, G. Might have to. Yeah, yeah. Far hard out, especially with old Lawrence's essays. Eh? He was a killer. <laughs> hard out, bro. Man, that would have been. That was that. I'm sure Uncle people are using it a lot. No fun. Because <laughs> you know, if you ask it to um, reference APA formatted, it'll give you the whole reference list to whatever you ask it to do. Really? See, that's what I mean, bro. Yeah, that was like, the first thing I did, bro. I, I got it to write me an essay. Yeah. How many words? Yeah, gee, APA formatted. It could only do 600 max. That was its capacity. Oh, true. Wow. Yeah, so it's it's, it's limited at the moment to 600 words. I asked oh. for 1,500, but I only got 600. Oh, interesting, interesting. Still, it's a good essay. It was a good essay, though. A plus. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. And saying that, bro, yeah, I actually wrote a one of those CrossFit, like uh, ebook for CrossFit through ChatGPT, just to see what it could churn out, you know? So, and it was impressive, bro. It was impressive. So onwards and upwards from here, I think. I'm not sure if they're bringing out like a paid, paid version or something like that, but for free, bro, that's crazy. I thought you'd at least have to pay some sort of money for this, but nah. <laughs> How hard I'll tell you. I think it's mm. only free at the moment because it's still in its beta phases, so they're still working oh, on yeah, it. So it's, yeah, it yeah. will, I think, become a subscription service later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too, bro. But hopefully that unlocks a few more features. Mm, mm. Hey, if, it, if it can write over 100,000 words, I'm doing a PhD. Oh, Say less. It's all over, <laughs> eh, bro? It's all over. All right. But I see this. Yeah, there's like another one. I think they do have like a paid version of ChatGPT, but it's called something else. It's like Sonic, Sonic AI or something. Apparently, it's it's ChatGPT on on oh, steroids, true. if you will. But that one's already a paid one. Like it's a paid subscription one. But I haven't had too much of a play on that one. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I was just I was just thinking of that as soon as we were talking about the paid versions. I was like, I oh, there's actually one out there. Oh, yo, said I might have to check that one out, see if it's got capabilities to finish my master's. Because <laughs> that's the question that I was going to pose to you, bro. Oh. And I heard Jordan Peterson say this, mm. is um, do you think that with the prevalence of AI, especially um, ChatGPT in particular, do you think universities will soon become obsolete? Ooh-wee, that's a good question, eh? Well, I mean, <laughs> you're pretty much getting all your answers you need now from AI. So, um, you know, I mean, if it's a, I guess if it's one of those ones where it's like a job that requires 
some sort of real skill in terms of like a doctor, I guess you could say, like a doctor um, or dentist or anything like that. I mean, you could, yeah, you could get it to write your essays for you. Um, but I guess there's some sort of an understanding that needs to be had as well from the the person. So yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> it's an interesting question, bro. Like for university, like those types of jobs, I think are important, like doctors and all of that stuff. But if your goal is to just make as much money as you can with as little um little effort i guess you could say um bro, yeah chat gpt would, would help hard out with that but i mean yeah if you want to be a doctor or dentist or anything like that get your qualification and all of that i think the yeah, university is important for that aspect yeah it's an interesting thought hey that obviously the the practical ones that you need to learn how to pull teeth or mm. you know, open heart surgery that will never change i think unless we get more advanced ai that can do operations for you with minimal human True. error um True. but until then you know we got to make the most of what world we've got left i guess i think ai is going to take <laughs> us to the next level <laughs> yeah man you could just oh, feel no it more mahi. <laughs> But yeah, how cool would that be, eh, bro? Like, let the, let the AI do our money for us. We'll just make the money off them and do what we want. <laughs> wow, yeah. Crazy. If I, I ever like get an AI robot, gee, I'm naming him Mahi. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> but 100%, I agree with you, though. I, I could see it getting to that stage. Crazy to see the possibilities of the world. It's hectic. But um, I got this segment on the show, my bro. Slight deviation from where we currently were yarning, but it's it's called your rock and your rose, your highs and your lows. What has mm. been your rock and your rose of the week? Rock and my rose of the week. My rock would be that I've got back into training, bro. After I mean as a. Uh, couple of weeks of just oh actually not even a couple of weeks i haven't been training for like three weeks bro i've been doing walks and stuff like that but back into <laughs> crossfit yeah back into crossfit this week which was cool bro like just sweating out all the gunkay and, and and getting back into uh some sort of a, a normal routine if you will so yeah yeah nice nice Good swing of things, eh? Slowly ease right. back into the year. All right, all right. Uh, it's funny that we talk about the start of the year. This episode is going to air in February. <laughs> oh, shit. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Crack our foods. That's how, that's how advanced we've, we've pushed out all our all our bookings now. So oh, we just lovely. keep pumping out episodes. Goal is to try and get to 50 this year. Try and release 50 episodes. Mm, bro. That's the one. That's that's yeah, and um, I'll, I'll add it into this this next segment. Um, we'll, we'll do one together because I feel like it's only fair. But I did drop the paper briefly, so that's why I'm looking <laughs> around a lot. But the Fado at home that watch this on YouTube, they know what's coming next. All the ones on on the podcast that listen on Spotify and stuff, they'll be like, "What are you up to, man?" But it's it's that time of the show where we pull out 
the dream deposit box so it's it's my trey young sneaker box it says always remember when they doubted you i love that i love that sentence so i always yeah this was gonna be a dream job but now it's a dream deposit box because of just because of that quote i love that quote so much so in here all of my past guests have um shared shared their dreams with us um the pink ones are my guests and the yellowy ones are my dreams so what dreams do you have my bro it can be one could be two um some examples for you is uh i i've got a dream to write a book finish my thesis um own a, a mclaren um other people have said they want um rangatahi to reach their full potential um some people just want to reach 30 uh, see their kids grow old um sorry if i've forgotten your dream there's a whole <laughs> bunch of other wholesome dreams in there and i really love them um but yeah what what's a dream that you you may have oh hi my bro now those are the main is dreams man far out there's a cool is so my dream bro and this is one that I've held in my my heart for a while, in my brain, in my my whole being, is really just to retire before forty. That's my one dream, and it's only because I want nice. freedom of time, brother. Just freedom of time, just to do what I have to do. But I I know that there's some steps and big steps, I should say, to to accumulating enough, I guess, wealth. To be able to retire by 40 but that is that's my biggest dream bro that's a mean one bro i'll, I'll rate that yeah. um that's applicable in so many people's lives too i'd love to retire before 40. Um, mm. just that freedom me eh? that financial freedom. freedom to do as you want do as you please be where you want to be um are you sure in the box on. now yeah you're in the box, bro. So this is where <laughs> dreams don't die. They just get deposited. And one day when you achieve them, you'll go up on the back wall. So that's where I want everyone's dreams to, to come to life. And um, that's half of where this name come from, 99 Dreams. So it would be 100 dreams, but we've turned this, this particular dream into reality. So we've got 99 to go. Let's so go. 99 Dreams was born. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. and so i'll share with you um the dream that i want to achieve that it just come up i was supposed to do a vlog on on some of my goals this year but um is, is it the yellow one yes yeah, the yellow one i do um this year i've only just found out about them because I, I was mucking around the other day i was like man how can i try and increase the exposure of this podcast and then i found out that there's some new zealand podcast awards so i'm like oh say less nice. so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna try and um well i'm gonna register and nominate myself for maori host of the year this year so that's what we're aiming for Oosh, that is cool, bro. Yeah, that's the first time I've heard of that. There's awards for um, podcasts and stuff like that. So that's it, man. I, I love that, brother. I love that. 
Yeah, so crazy. Yeah, I didn't even know yeah. there was awards, but like it's a proper thing. Like it's sponsored by Rover, um, Radio NZ, and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uncle oh. Tix won a whole bunch of awards last year. Oh, yes. Okay, I see. I see. Shit. Oh, that's me. Yeah. So this year we're going to try and register this podcast and try and get uh, Māori host of the year. Oh, Don't know if we'll get it, but hey, we'll, we'll, we'll put our best foot forward. And we'll just give it a go. Man, brother, man. I love to hear it. Love so to then hear hopefully it. next year we can hang up a trophy. Oh, let's go. <laughs> what about you, cuz? Going to enter any comps this year? Going to win any medals? Ooh, <laughs> good question. I think, um, yeah, I definitely will be in some sort of comps this year, brother. Uh, I think it's important to have something in front of us, say, that we need to work towards um and it just keeps you on the on the on the mahi train and um yeah yeah so i, I feel like there'll be there's heaps of crossfit comps that, that pop up here and there eh? so it's just a matter of finding one and setting out enough time so that i have you know time to build up for it and all of that um, and yeah just have something to work towards me nah that'll be good for you bro it'd be something fun to do break up the year a little bit eh yeah, bro. Yep, yep. Gets a bit taxing, mahi every day. So, gotta find those little things to break your year up and make it enjoyable. Give you something to look forward to. I think so, brother. I think so. Another one of our um, common questions we ask on this podcast is, um, if you had, let's go with seventeen-year-old Martin, you're sitting across from you, and you had the opportunity to say something to him, to offer some advice, or um, anything like that, what, what would you tell him? Another really good question, my brother. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> I would I would tell 17-year-old Martin to bloody hurry up and start investing, yeah? Um, it'll already be 10 <laughs> years and I would have made some mean as gains on that, um, on those investments. <laughs> But um, I guess I'd also say to him to not be afraid to fail, bro. I have to say that is one of the things that I've, I've come to realise has helped me grow leaps and bounds very far out. It's just don't be afraid to fail. Fail forward, you know. Really, really lean into fail because that's, oh. that's, that's one of the ways that we can learn to obviously better ourselves, but to yeah, just really get that learning curve shooting right up, bro. And um, that'll probably be the one thing I'd tell you. Hey, that's that's applicable to everyone, eh? What is what is the main message you you want to give that relates to not being afraid to fail? Like, why is that so important to you? Yeah, for me, bro, like. I have some, I guess, a, a sort of, a, you know, you want to, I want to do the job perfect and I don't want to muck up anything and I don't, you know, want to cause any tension or any any um, backlash from people that I work with and all of that stuff. But I've just found, bro, make the mistake, man. Make the mistake. It's all good. Like, from that you'll learn, obviously, from that you'll learn. And, you know, it's it's just one of those things that we, we do as humans, that's how we learn, that's how we learn, we make mistakes, we fail, 
but we make sure, you know, hopefully not to make the, the same mistake twice. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just definitely <laughs> one of those things that I've found I've, I've leaned into a lot over the last few years, and that's helped my growth with all facets of life, you know, money, health, wealth, spirituality, far out. So all of that stuff comes into play as well. Mm. It's one of those things that, that really affects your, what do they call it, your... Um, Funny type of father, holistic, holistic. So, oh, your way to us. I, I, that's the one, brother. That's the one. So, yeah, yeah, that's a big one for me, bro. Just, just don't be afraid to fail, bro. Everyone fails at one thing or another. Yeah. It's just about how you, how you, how you grow from that, right? So, it's just an opportunity to grow, man. Failure isn't final. It's just a, just a bus stop along the way to success. That's it, bro. That's it. I love that. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> hey, it's, it's come, it, that's come from a lot of hard lessons about failing oh, himself. Hey. <laughs> but no, that's awesome, brother. I, I rate that. Um, and, you know, what what young fella doesn't need to hear that failure is okay, Because eh? sure. it's a hard word, out here. Yeah, man, it is, bro, it is. But they're still right. <laughs> and then on the flip side of that coin is in five to ten years, if you were looking back on this video, um, which I highly recommend to do, great for reflection, <laughs> but if you were um, <laughs> able to look back on this in five to ten years, what's something you'd like to tell your future self? That I'd like to tell my future self. I I had hoped that I will have have learnt a lot of things. I, have, I would have grown a lot. So I would have um, just made you know made those decisions to to really move the ball in my life. I'd hope that I'd have done that um, in the future as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Just hope that I had grown from here, brother. That's the that's the main one. But I've always gotten better. Yeah. How would you measure your um, your growth? How, how are you able to look at that on a scale and say, "Oh, yeah, I've grown." Yeah, that's interesting. One, eh? Like that's another one that I've, I've one of those things that I've realised along the way is people have obviously different ways of measuring their metrics on on life and how they're feeling and. Do they rate it on a scale of one to ten? Is there a, a whole breakdown of like an Excel spreadsheet that they have to fill in every day? Um, yeah, it gets a bit hard to eh? but I, I'm pretty pretty simple at heart, brother. I, I I just go straight into myself, and you know, if I'm feeling good, if I feel like I'm growing, good. It's as simple as that, bro. Like, do I feel good? Do I feel happy? Am I learning enough? Do I feel like I'm growing? Those are just some internal questions that happen inside, eh? and I mean. Yeah, it's as simple as that, yes or no, brother, yes or no. Um, and at the moment, man, it's, it's, been a, it's been a upwards trend for me, brother. Like, oh, I feel awesome. You know? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm feeling good. I always feel good. Um, on those days where I can catch myself where I'm not really feeling that great, I, I can ask myself, well, what happened today? Was I productive or was I just being lazy? <laughs> you know, so it kind of gets into that, <laughs> get a bit of that chat happening, but... um. 
No, for the most part, bro. That's that's all I do is just internalize it. <clears throat> oh, that's mean. And no one can determine someone's growth other than themselves. You know, growth is um, it's an opinion thing. It's it's, it's not linear. Um, mm. Growth mm. is definitely non-linear. But yeah. no one can tell you whether or not you've grown. You mm. and your heart know. It's always interesting to hear um, different people and how they perceive their growth. That's always yep. interesting. Yep. Uh, one thing I was going to ask you as well is um, how do you manage your own self-reflection for you know um, to understand where you've come from and how far you've come? Self-reflection. I don't think I do enough of it, to be honest, my brother. I could, it could be one of those things that I could get better at. Um, but I've, yeah, yeah, self-reflection. Definitely one of those things I need to work on. But I actually, looking, I was just trying to think then, like, bro, I haven't done any self-reflection, eh? This is probably be where you'd come in oh. for me, for me, my bro. What What are some of the tools <laughs> that you'd, 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 you'd recommend for me to do? And um, I guess to help me with that. That's oh, brother. Oh, yo, easy. Nah. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. Okay. Well, some, some of the tools I, I use personally is just um, a metric of how I'm feeling. So that, that that's my number one determination of growth is if I'm feeling good. You know, even if you have a bad day or a bad week or a bad month or even a bad year, you know, that's an indication of, of growth because you know that, man, it's just been a tough year. Nothing's gone my way. I haven't mm. been able to achieve the things I've wanted to achieve or just, you know, the ball doesn't land in your field. So yeah. it's just understanding that, looking back at that and going, okay, cool. What went wrong for me? How can I adjust? Yeah. Um, a lot. What works for me now is I've got these videos to look back on. So, um, self-reflection for me in terms of these videos is looking at the progress of these videos. Am I still asking the right questions? Um, is my guest, do they feel valued? Um, do they still take something home from this? And does my audience then, are they able to take at least one piece of um, advice or knowledge from this corridor that we have? Um, so that's something that I'm consciously reflecting on every day, especially days when I've got um, uh, a guest coming on and I'm recording because then I'm like, okay, today I've got to make sure that my guest feels valued um, and that uh, I can ask a question that can provoke thought, can provoke mm. corridor, and hopefully my audience can find some value within our corridor. So that's that's one thing that I'm always sort of, thinking about mm. um books reading books is another way because the best way to reflect on yourself is to to learn new things and oh. you know books is a great way to determine how well you've self-reflected because at the end of every book i read i try to analyze it and apply those um listens to my life if it's if it's a book like that like i've got um 12 and a half gary v that i'm currently reading Oosh. I haven't read much of it, but I'm currently reading it. So by the end of it, I'd like to find a way to apply those learnings to my life or to um, the things that I want to achieve. So that's another great way of, you know, self-reflection. Oh, man. Oh, those are on, brother. Those are on. 
<laughs> if any of that helps, bro. <laughs> definitely does, bro. Definitely does, my man. Nice. I feel like I went on a bit of a tangent there. <laughs> hey, all good. <laughs> <laughs> and so what's in store for Martin in 2023? Sweet, yes. So 2023, I think, is going to be an exciting year, brother. Um, I always look forward to the to getting after it when the, the new year ticks over. Um, but for me, I guess two goals I've had for this year, and it's, it's really just to stay consistent, bro, really stay consistent. So my two goals for the year are to constantly do something really good for my body every day, and that could be anything, bro. That could be a, a session of CrossFit. That could be going out for um, a game of golf, you know, a game of golf. We, we live next to a golf course, so getting the 10 under moving, um, drink some water. It could be anything, something good for the 10 under. So that was one. And I am in a new chapter of my life, my bro. Um, I don't think I've had the, the opportunity to talk to you about it um, since we last caught up, but I'm doing a building apprenticeship at the moment. Um, so I'm in the building industry Hello. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just one of those those things um, I've, I say I've been interested in, but it's one of those things that I've, I would always have loved to have done, bro, like just build stuff. <laughs> you know, just build stuff and Yo. I guess the difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm doing that and one of my goals for that this year is to it's over three years, so um was to get fifty percent um completion by the end of this year. So I've only just started it just started it recently, so I'll just yeah, tick away at that and and that's what will be happening for, for twenty twenty three for me, my brother. Look after myself and chip away at this um apprenticeship. So yeah. Well, congrats, brother. Congrats on the new mate. Uh, man, it's going to be so rewarding. It's going to be so much fun, too, because you know yeah, you're out man. there doing it, except on those rainy, windy airs, days. <laughs> <and at least. laughs> that's it, brother. That's it. Far but, uh, that's wicked, cuz. Good on you, Alpha, just getting out there doing it. Instead yeah. of doing the far, shut off did it now. Shut off did it. Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah wicked. Yeah. That's on. <laughs> So what what's the apprenticeship entail? I could never, bro. Hands are too soft. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all good, my brother. Yeah, the apprenticeship is um, it's pretty cool. Obviously, they've they've tailored it over the years um, as as things new things come out for building and all of that stuff. So, um, yeah, it's just a three year apprenticeship um, that goes over basically building a single story house from scratch. So you've got your foundations, obviously, you know, you've got your framing for the whare, um, cladding, windows, blah, blah, blah. So it's just taking, yeah, a piece of bare land to a one story house. That's, that's the goal. That's the goal of the apprenticeship. And to be able to know every little nook and cranny um, in terms of yeah, piecing it all together, basically, my bro. So yeah, that's, that's, that's all it is. That's, that's what I'm, um, hopefully going to <laughs> achieve by the end of this. Some some have done it in the three years, some have oh. taken a little bit longer, some have done it in less time. So yeah, I'm happy, I'm happy at the moment, bro, just learning 
at a cruisy place. So I don't know much about mm-hmm. building before I even came into this play. Um, but it's definitely an eye-opener, eh? Like, you have your, <laughs> your, 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 your crowd that do the do-it-yourself, you, you know, your DIY team, and but then you have a tradesman, an actual tradesman, and, you know, the gap between the two is crazy. So it's just about, yeah, filling that gap because I feel like I've done a lot of this DIY and not enough of this, definitely <laughs> not enough of this tradesman stuff. So, yeah, that's, the, that's basically the gist of it, my bro. I mean, that's all, mother. And I know with your mind, you're definitely going to excel in this because you love to ask and you love to know. Mm-hmm. So you're in the perfect place to be an apprentice, mother. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Appreciate that. Hey, and DIY is lots of fun. I mean, I just slapped up this paint job last night. Uh, I want to get some shelving done now. So, bro, you, you get a bug for it. Eh? You're like, oh, what can I smack a hole in next? It's like that, bro. You're like, fuck, what can I add to this? What can I add to that? What can I do to this? It's like, fuck, out. Fuck, you. Just put me on the block. That's it, eh? That's us, cousin. The block 2024. We're coming. We're in there. We're in there. That's us, Jake. Us. Have, you, have you been watching it on um, TV? I think it's on TV3 at the moment. They've got, um, I'm pretty sure that's Omar Schleiman called G from the under 20s. Bruh, does no. I've only watched ever watched one block series from start to finish, and that was like three or four years ago, bro. Uh, they were on anyway. They were on. <laughs> Would be mean eh, to have that, well, not unlimited budget, but, you know, just having free money to renovate a house however you feel. Yeah, getting man. someone else to pay for it. <laughs> that's an uh, Surely, because that's us on the next block, <laughs> yeah. That's us, note. Vote for yeah. us. Eesh. Yeah, I'll be the builder. You'll be our decorator, my bro. <laughs> yeah, brother. Just, bro, don't, don't ask me to paint it. I'm not going to show you that. <laughs> at home, but I'll show you after this <laughs> off camera. I'll show you a bit, bit of the corners. Yeah. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> no, but I'm conscious of the time too, my brother, and I'm so thankful that you joined us here today. This, this has been such a great, not just a good catch-up, but it's, it's been great to be able to pick your brain and learn a few things from the Book of Marts. So mm. thank you so much, brother. I always appreciate your time. Always got so much love for you, and you're always welcome on the show whenever you want to come back, brother. Yes. No my. Yes, man. Thank you for having me, my bro. It's been a, 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 an awesome insight into what you're doing, and, and I see some cool stuff happening for you, my brother. I like that box idea, man, the dream. That box you uh, chucked my dream in, so um, I'm looking forward to hopefully slapping that up at the back of your wall um, as we go through life, my brother. But thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. This was, this was real cool, my bro. Far out. <laughs> nah, I'm glad you enjoyed it, brother. And yeah, man, I can't wait to put that up on the wall, cousin. <laughs> Send it up on that wall. That's us. We're on. But before I let you go, is there anything you want to say to the listeners, to the viewers at home? Um, what you're up to, where can they find you, and just any messages that you've got to say before you go? Yeah, actually, brother. Um... 
my only thing um, to follow me if you want um, is on Instagram, MJ Solomon. I'm sure that I will <laughs> slap it in the, in the description anyway. But um, yeah. one of the things I'd like to leave you with, brother, is um, an awesome book that I was reading and I finished last year. Um, and it was the, what was it? Jeez, now I've got, <laughs> you can edit this out, eh? But do you know that, what's that book, um, The Habit Book, bro? <laughs> Habit. What's that one? <laughs> oh, by James it. Clear. By James oh, Clear. Atomic Habits. Jam- Atomic Habits. I was thinking that, but I was like, no, that's not it. Atomic Habits. That's it, eh, James it? Clear. Hold on. Yeah, James who? James Clear. How do I, how do I spell that? C L E A R. Yeah, it is Atomic Habits. Oh, it is Atomic Habits. Okay, I'll start again. <laughs> yep. There we go. Help my brother. So I did want to leave something um, for the viewers, and that was the book that I finished last year, which was Atomic Habits by James Clear. A mean as book. I definitely recommend the book, but it was one quote that he said in that book, which has stuck with me, bro, and that is to become 1% better every day. And I was like, far out, that is a mean quote, bro. 1% better every day. It doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to smash it out all the time every day. I feel like you'd burn out if you were to do that, you know what I mean? But 1% better every (laughs) day, bro, that's it. So, yeah, that 1% better every day, farmer, consistency, some, it could be anything. It could be anything. Anything that's going to, you know, benefit your overall well-being. So um, that's just something small I wanted to leave your viewers, the whānau out there. So, um, yeah, that's me, brother. Nah, me. That, that's, a, that's a great quote. What, what better way to sort of end the show then? You know, just get 1% better whānau. Like you said, it doesn't 1%. have to be leaps and bounds. You don't have to mm. become a master builder overnight, you know. <laughs> we're, we're an apprentice in life. We are, we are an apprentice oh, in life, and right. I don't think anyone ever masters it until we're gone. So just 1% better whānau, and that's all you can ask for. But nah, thanks again to the brother so much for coming on the show bro i really do appreciate it and to the final listening at home thank you for sticking around uh take care motor everybody and i'll see you on the next one Kakadu.